Fenske, we're back in the air. It's a Monday. Last time we said we'd do it in two weeks, and yeah, we didn't. We forgot. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, something about somebody going out to Colorado and never getting back to me on whether or not we could do one with his son over the internet. God, I don't know who that guy is, but he's a jerk. Oh, I, I was going to say Nolan Peters. <laughs> okay, I like that. So yeah, yeah. I don't think he don't, has... Don't don't tell him we said that out I, loud. I don't think he has a son in Colorado, does he? No, no. no. <laughs> Although he used to live fairly close to Colorado, I guess. Nebraska? Uh, Kansas. Oh, West, okay. Northwest Kansas. Wow. In fact, one of the... Uh, he has social skills because he... <laughs> There's no people in Northwest Kansas. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. You're, Sorry, you're, Nolan. I'm in. I know I'm in deep trouble here. Bob's so. words, not mine. <laughs> so, uh, although you know, actually, the, the superintendent at his old school district was one of the finalists for the, the Charles City superintendent I, job. I I did not know that. Now so. you do. No, I do. Now everybody does. No, yes. Now, of course, there's a lot of people who don't know who the heck Nolan is. We keep talking about him. Yeah. One of these times, we should put him on the show. We should have him on the show. Not today. No. No, I've got some other stuff. We got a, we've got a, you know, it's it, we're getting it's spring. It's spring. It's beautiful. And it's summer. It's eighty almost. <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah. summer. Yeah, you know, yeah it, we went from <laughs> winter, late late winter, early spring to kind of almost middle summer here. It's so. kind of what happens lately. So I had to go pick up a, a donation from you, you and I athletics office here this last Friday, or this past Friday, and. Uh, the the person they've got in that position now is fairly new, like just started this year. Right. And she says, yeah, I'm sick of the cold around here. I'm looking forward to the, to the summer because she's from the south. And I said, yeah, well, I wish we would have gotten a little spring in there, but I have a feeling we're going to go from one right to the other. She goes, well, yeah, I, you know, I think spring would have yeah. sounded nice, but I think she's, yeah. But here's the deal. If she's from the south, this week feels like spring. That's true. So, you know, that, that is true. So, that is um, true. Now, granted, she was from like Southern Illinois. So, it, well, that's south enough. Trust me. <laughs> so, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, we should probably take a quick break. Okay. We'll and then we got, a, we got a great show planned out. Exactly. Um, and you're going to tell me exactly what we're doing As planned we out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to be flawless or <laughs> seamless or law, maybe lawless. <laughs> anyway, back after this. Fenske. You know, you've told me about doing this thing before, um, that you enjoyed it. And uh, you also told me that your wife, years ago, mm-hmm. first wife, yes. uh, told you you wouldn't be doing much more of this. Well, yeah, talking golf. We are talking golf. Yeah. I don't know what you were thinking, but we're talking no, golf. No, 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 that was a good setup. Yeah. But immediately- we are talking golf. The story for the rest. You go ahead. The the, the rest of the story is uh, <clears throat> when I first got married to the boys' mom. Uh, we had dated, obviously. We, sure. We, we just didn't. Hey, you want to get married? Yeah, we didn't right. Do yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, I had golfed, but you know we weren't married. Sure. And uh, we got married. I golfed a little bit that first summer. And then we had Josh and. And I went golfing in Mason City, has two 18-hole golf courses. And so I was gone three and a half, four hours, you know. And I get home, and she goes, where have you been? You know, Josh is screaming, and, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I told you I was going golfing. Does it last that long every time you go? And I go, 
Yeah, I mean, I talked to some of the guys in the club. Yeah, but yeah, three and a half hours. It feels just looks at me. You're not going to be golfing all that much anymore. <laughs> and by God, I didn't. So I you know. So well, then have I got a deal for you? Uh, okay. Well, I I will tell you this. I want to hear your deal, and then I'll explain my golf game to you later. Well. That, and that's okay. Uh, it's not even that. You know, I am always impressed with the golf outings, fundraiser tournaments and whatnot that, that are always held every summer. Yes. And I don't play in a lot of them. I don't. And it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I forget mm-hmm. or, or whatnot. And I'm not an avid golfer, um, but I, I respect the game. I enjoy the game. And when I do play it, I go out and I respect the course by not swinging the club. That's Because uh, <laughs> we know what's going to happen if I start. No. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, there's always, there's, there, there always seems like there's, there's, uh, t- tournaments and I know you've played in some, in fact, you've, I know you've told the story, but before, but you got to talk about the one with you and Hoiberg yes. at some point here. Um, what are some of your favorite things that have happened at golf tournaments? Well, that, that's the number one. So, so in Florida city, sure. um, there's a big pro am every year. Sure. And it's 36 holes, four-man best shot. You have a – actually, it's a five-man best shot because your four-man team also has a celebrity. Mm. Um, and then the, the pros also play, and they actually play for, for some pretty decent money. Oh, really? You know, and, and Forest City has a really nice course. Um, in fact, our girls' golf team, if they make it to the second round of the regional, will play at Bear Creek. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't golf for like 10 years. This was like 2007, maybe. Okay. You know, and I'm seven years. Sure. You know, I, but I had literally, I don't think I had picked up a club since you're not going to be playing. Right. <laughs> you know, so I had a friend of mine who worked at a bank and, and he called me up and they had one of their foursome, one of their members couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. We need you to play. Mm-hmm. And I go, Craig, I haven't picked up a golf club and I used 10 years, you mm-hmm. know, thinking that would be the magic number. Right. Don't worry, we won't need any of your shots. <laughs> so apparently so then, <laughs> the number was 11. <laughs> <laughs> so so three, the three guys I was playing with, uh, they play all the time. Sure. You know, I mean, I used to joke with Craig that TSB, that was the bank he worked at, closed at noon on Thursday for men's day because he was <laughs> never there. Right. And uh, long story short, we get paired. Our celebrity is Fred Hoiberg, who at the time was retired. Okay. Uh, and working in the Timberwolves front office. Okay. But the car dealership that sponsored the uh, tournament he owned one of the dealerships. Oh, okay. Uh, had partial ownership. Right, yeah. And it was Fred Hoiberg something and Clarion. Sure. So we played and had a really good time. And we are literally walking up to the green on our 36th hole. Mm-hmm. And Fred looks at me and he goes, Bob, have we used one of your shots yet this weekend? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And they gave me the good-natured grief. And then I drained like a 45, 50-foot putt. (laughs) 
that got us into the money on one of the flights. <laughs> now, the best part of the story is three, four years later, he's the new coach at Iowa State. My boys were big Iowa State fans, as you know, back yeah. then. Oh, yeah. We go down to a game. They really want a picture with Fred Hoiberg. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had told them stories about him in high school. And, I mean, people forget that Hoiberg was a great quarterback, mm-hmm. really good track runner, and could throw a baseball. Sure. In addition to being an okay basketball player. Oh, sure. So I told them, we'll get there early. We'll go down. But we are not going to scream at him. If he doesn't come over after two or three yells, we're turning around and going up to our seats way up on top. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, the boys, um, I, I think you can guess which one yelled the loudest. I would guess Noah. Yes. And he did. He turned to, can we get a picture of you with you? And, and I mean, it's an hour and a half before game time, basically. Yeah. And he starts walking over. And about 15 feet from us. Now, wait, you had told him, hadn't you told the boys that he would know you? Yeah, that he might know me. Okay. That okay. I played golf with him. Once. Okay. And he's one, but anyway, he's about 15 feet from us and he smiles and he walks up to Josh and Noah and says, Your dad won me the nicest golf shirt I own. <laughs> And for about five minutes, I was the coolest father in the entire country, if not world. <laughs> they got their picture. You really did. You know, they thought I was, you know. <laughs> and it lasted right up until, can I get some cotton candy? No. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, they, yeah. But, <laughs> But that, that was one of my favorite ones. And then the other one I always remember is, this is years and years and years ago. I don't even know if you were born. What year? 1984. No. I <laughs> no, I wasn't. played with my high school English teacher and two of his sons. One of his sons was my best friend. Okay. And I knew Mr. O'Brien as a teacher, play director, um, you know, I did not know him as a golfer. Right, right. <laughs> and all I know is, all I can remember about that tournament is he missed about a three-foot putt. <laughs> and I didn't see Mr. O'Brien. I saw Bill O'Brien. And he had to borrow our putter for the next four holes because he threw it into a ravine that was right next to the green. <laughs> <laughs> But okay. <laughs> but seriously, I do. I I I, I don't play anymore. You know, sure. I I did actually play a little bit. Right. Um, when I was out in Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do love the fact that you know, and I can. Th- I'm gonna miss some because I know you have one. I do. <clears throat> Wrestling club, hoops club, St. Joe's. You know. Uh, Education, lots of people do golf tournaments. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Midsummer, which is really a, a, a real tournament, not right. a fundraiser. Well, it is a fundraiser. It is, but it's, like you said, I mean, they're not doing whole games with right. that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I think it's great. I love going out to them 
just because there's a lot of camaraderie. Right. There's a lot of grief giving. Oh, yes. There's a lot of grief taking. Which is even better. Um, you know, and I, I think I've told you the great story about um, Josh worked at the country club one year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, and he made like $550 on tips. Right. <laughs> you know, Josh thinks they should have the wrestling club golf outing every week. Well, of course. Of uh, course. But, you know... But you have one coming up. Yeah, we. Do, you know, it's it's funny. I'm, I'm I'm a member of the rescue squad, and we're doing one again. Okay. Yeah. Fourth year we've done this. Now it's actually this one. Uh, we're going to be doing Fredericksburg again this year. Uh, we went the first two years at New Hampton, the uh, second two years down at Fredericksburg and Plum uh, Creek. Right? At Plum Creek and and nice they, little course too. Yeah. You know, you know. And both of them have been awesome, and we're pretty excited because we we think we've got some pretty cool stuff. You know, um, one of the things is like. You know, you got the tournament where with all with the serious people, and like that's the one where you don't like you keep everything as straight as possible, and you know the, the, those are the serious guys, right? Right. Or women, or or whatever. Um, and then you got one like ours where we try to keep it flexible. Where if you want, you know, if you really want to play for serious, you know, you're trying to get the best score, and you're truly just, you're there to win it. So there's two or three teams like that. Uh, usually yeah. one or two. Okay. <laughs> and then, but okay. then. The other side of that for us is we, we're trying to have some some things there that are fun for people that maybe aren't outstanding golfers and right. have no chance to win, but you can still have a blast, not just only playing the game of golf, but um, doing some of these other game things we've got, which also creates excellent opportunities for the grief giving and taking that right. you were talking about. So, for example, we've got one. One of the games we've got is it's called Beer for, the, Beer, Beer for a Year. Now neither one of us are going to win that thing. Because well, if you I, I win it, it's going to. That's yeah, gonna we're going to make a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make a lot of friends. Uh, but beer for a year, it's really cool. Uh, we've got four bre- local breweries on board with us: uh, Pivo up in in uh, Kelmer, mm-hmm. uh, Limestone Brewers up in uh, uh, Osage. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Bremer Brewery down in Waverly Shellrock and Telluride over in Charles City. They all donated. Uh, and so we'll have them on board. We're gonna have a keg out in the middle. <laughs> we put a keg out in the middle of the, the, of like a short par four. Right. And and that's the thing. If you're a serious golfer, you got to make a decision. Do I want free beer for you, or do I want, want a good score? <laughs> right. Because the catch is your team has to use your shot if you take the shot or if you're gonna play for the beer. Right. And so what happens usually with most of the teams that we have? Because let's say face it, we're not exactly bringing the, the pros out there. Um, they all tee off. Nobody hits a really decent one, and they're like, well, this one's kind of close. We should try to use that one. And last year, when we did this last year, uh, we, you know, we, we let people take an extra shot for five bucks per shot. Hint, hint, wow. money, money. Right, yeah. Right. We had somebody pay 25 bucks, bucks to, tee, to tee off from the women's tees. It was a girl. Mm-hmm. With a putter to try to get that thing as close as possible. <laughs> so, and she won it. She got uh, at that time it was two hundred and forty dollars worth of free beer. That's a lot of beer. Yeah, that is a lot of beer. It is. Now this year we, we kind of backed it down a little bit, just to, you know, um, but it's still going to be worth worth people's time. But you know, there's another one. <laughs> You're going to want the want to see this one, Bob. We're going to have people teeing off. Wearing my rescue coat, my fire coat. Wow. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know how big I am, I'm a big boy. He is a big boy. He is a big boy. And uh, watching somebody try to tee off in my fire coat, 
Mm-hmm. That ought to be interesting. I I think that might be some good pictures. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> it should be pretty fun. Now, of course, you can pay. I think it's going to be ten bucks to not have to wear my coat to tee off. Not that we're you know you know we no, I think I, 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 I think that out. should be higher. Just to get well, more. we might do that. <laughs> so. We got another one though. Here's the other one we do. We got a we got an old rescue helmet that we drilled some holes in the top. You got to tee off off the top of that rescue helmet. Now oh. you don't use your own club. We provide the club, oh, so you don't screw you. up your own club. <laughs> yeah, right. We're not going to do that to you. Um, you know, and the other thing is, we're looking at. I, uh, it sounds like we might either have a grizzly cooler available or a, a, a pretty nice kayak uh, for a giveaway on one of our hole games. And of course, you got the, the 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 other ones that are always out there: the longest or drives, straightest drives, stuff, longest putts, that kind of no, stuff. Straightest drive, I'm out. Yes. Yeah, so, well, my wife's that way. She got a nasty slice, but she's figured out she's consistent, and so she can drive it a mile, but she slices. She just aims halfway to the left over to the other fairway and puts it right in the middle of the one she wants to be on. Drives me insane. Uh, you know what else we're doing? What else? You know, uh, Andy Hugeback said, you know, we do a lot. I go to a lot of these and. The dinners at the end are start. You know, people want to get going by the end of it. I said, right. you know, that's a good point. He goes, we started doing a lunch. You should think about that. I said, you know what? That's a heck of an idea. And we went so far. We got a we got a lunch. Uh, a uh, not a, not just a lunch. We've got a, a food truck coming in. Oh, what, it, yeah. What's coming in? It's five k uh, barbecue out of uh, Winthrop, and they're going to be open to the public too. So on August sixth of this year, and that, I was just in Fredericksburg. Ask when, yeah, when this tournament is, and of course, silent auction. You got to have a silent auction right, most of right, those, right? Right. You know, and we've got some pretty cool stuff coming in for that. We're going to have some autographed uh, stuff. Uh, I just picked up what I was talking about that donation I had to pick up. Um, down at you and I, that is a, a uh, Coach Schwab has autographed a, a team poster for us. Okay, so let me let me real quick uh, the auction thing. I yeah. love the auction thing. You know, you want to put your name down, but you don't really want to win sometimes. Yeah, right. You just want to drive the price up. Right. So um, this kind of is a little off golf, but it has a sports thing. Okay. Josh looked for me um, when he was home over spring break, sure. and he went to the FF uh, uh-huh. New Hampton FFA banquet. Yep. And about. Halfway through the banquet, I get this call and he goes, "Hey, um, <clears throat> any chance I can get paid now?" For <laughs> I go, "What? What?" I go, "No, why?" He goes, uh, "I just won a, a bid for ten Iowa Cubs tickets for fifty bucks." <laughs> <laughs> and, and the best part of the story is, Josh did it. Actually, did a really nice job. Got all the photos I needed. I got some work done, you know, at the office. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Russ, who I think you know, is oh, the yeah. FFA advisor. He calls me on Monday, and all he says to me is, hey, we like that new guy a lot better because he actually bid on something on the auction. Jeez. <laughs> oh, but August 6th. August 6th. Down how, in- do you, how do you um, register? Uh, you know, for that one, you can call out to Jeff Bernatz out at the EMA's office. He's kind of helping us out. Okay. And that's just the, the, the number, 394-2406, I believe. Get a hold of me if you know how to get a hold of me. Get a hold of, uh, yeah, you know, Kevin Gertz is another one you can talk yeah. to. Uh, Jordan Holthouse. Everybody seems to know Jordan. Jordan. You hit up Jordan. Tell him, <laughs> how do I get into that tournament? Him, yeah, and do it a lot with yeah. Jordan. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, he, but, he's a likable guy, so. 
Great cars, like, like most of these golf tournaments. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, and some fun games, something different probably. Right. A little little bit different than a lot of other ones. And, and that's the thing with the food truck. We're excited. We think we're going to be able to have people order, play the hole, and then pick up their food as they walk off the tee. That's awesome. That's kind of a neat thing. So. We should take a break. We do need to take a break. We'll be back, and uh, i got another thing for you. Oh, wow. Okay, good, because I have nothing. Nice, nice. <laughs> back after this. Okay, Bob, so what are we talking about? Uh, remember, it was just a couple of minutes ago. What? You, you have something else to talk. So we're doing your thing. Oh. You uh, lied, didn't I you? I don't really have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got something? I do have a... a Wait, co- I got something. Okay, go ahead. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> uh, I'll, write it, I'll write it down if, if it strikes me. <laughs> okay. So anyway, what I'm thinking... I have some. How many? T- I know. I'm just going to interrupt you. <laughs> just going to keep going. <laughs> this is what I deal with every two weeks, unless I forget to call in, then it's once a month. <laughs> so this is why it takes us five hours well, to record these things. So, so one of the real quick, I, I, I do have one more golf story for you. <laughs> that wasn't even what we were going. No, no, no. <laughs> That's one hilarious. One. So, uh, as you know, I, I went out to Colorado. You did. Um, to watch Noah's, um, one of his practices mm-hmm. and go to his, you know, they call it the spring showcase. It's not the game. Yeah. It's, it, it is a game, but it isn't. It's more of a practice. Yeah. Um, lots of scrimmaging. Yeah. And, and which is great fun. Oh, I, yeah. I, I do have to tell you, um, you know, the, um, Josh and I have a little fun with this mm-hmm. and, uh, he texted me. He was doing something, so he couldn't watch it on the Pac-12 network. Yep. So, hey, how how's the big fat white guy from Iowa doing? Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, oh. So nice of him. <laughs> yeah. But you had a golf story. So, anyway, I go out there, and, and then I'm, uh, I'm out there Thursday through Tuesday. And um, Monday, Noah goes, hey, let's go golfing. All right. And I'm like... Eh, I don't really want to golf, you know, because I'm a terrible golfer. Oh, I don't buy that. And uh, no, I, I truly am awful. All right. Now, um, you know, but no one wanted to go, and I'm going to drive the cart, and I, you know, took out some clubs and hit a few balls, right, yeah. you know. And uh, a couple of things. Uh, Boulder is uh, 5,300 feet above sea level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear a lot about ev- elevation. Yeah, elevation, <laughs> I was yes. trying to think of a word. And, uh, you know, about the first four or five balls I hit didn't get off the ground. And, sure. And, and Noah looks at me. You know, if you actually get it in the air, it kind of goes far here. <laughs> I can't see Noah saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, you know, he's he's always serious and so, respectful. So serious. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I, I do get a hold of one, and um, it does go a long ways. Okay. But I also want to point out that it also, let's say, for example, hypothetically. Hypothetically got wet? It, no, it, it hooks. It also oh. hooks farther. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So Noah looked at me, and he goes, well, you got two choices here. You can play to the correct, <laughs> but you on five here, but the seven green is right there. <laughs> so, 
you know, so anyway, it was it was great fun. Excellent. And uh, you know, he's he's actually not a bad golfer at times. Sure. Um, he's got a buddy from New Hampton going out there. Okay. Uh, Wyatt still so anybody I know. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you know, so let's all say our prayers for a week when Wyatt and Noah are together. Um, so, but Wyatt is I th- going going to be pretty excited. I think he golfed here at New Hampton mm-hmm. um, because it really does travel farther. Right, it's not exactly. a myth. Yeah, <laughs> you know the air is lighter. It's thinner. It's thinner. Yeah. You know? uh, but again. Uh, I guess that the one thing I was going to bring up today that uh, I did want to talk about, actually somewhat serious. Yeah, I, I know where you're going with this, and it, absolutely. Uh, so so as, as we talked about last year, I, I started umpiring last mm-hmm. year. And uh, high school baseball. And I and I know that because you took all my old stuff yes, from me. Yes, I took all, all those. And my books. wife still thanks you for <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> uh, anyway... Uh, um, the association I work for, work with is actually based out of Mason City. Mm-hmm. So a couple of reasons. One, I really don't want to do a lot of NAIC games just because I'm from New Hampton. Mm-hmm. Um, I cover a lot of those teams. Uh, it, it, it would just feel a little weird in sure. my mind. Right. So um, I do a lot of Top of Iowa, which is the Nashua's, Rockfords, Osages, you mm-hmm. know. Um, do a lot of Charles City under varsity. They use, for the varsity, they use the one that New Hampton does. But anyway, long story short, we go from, from basically Algona to Charles City and then probably down to like Iowa Falls. Sure. And about a month ago, um, we all took our games this f- last fall. Right. Uh, we still had about 36 varsity games not covered. Sure. And um, we're down to three or four, the last I heard, uh, of not varsity games not covered. And is that because you got new people or because guys are just stepping up and uh, taking we get, extra? Well, some of us took extra. Um, we got a few new people. But, again, you don't want to – you know, the plan, the plan last year for, for a guy like me – was I would do a few JV varsity games. Right. I ended up doing like 16 of them. Right. You know, um, you know, I'm confident enough. I know I'm not the best umpire in the world. Right. I, but I, I, I think I think I'm fairly consistent. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm sure there's coaches right now going, no, Fenske, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but for the most part, um, we're going to see a lot of younger and or inexperienced umpires doing varsity games yep. this year. Um, you know, there, there are some really good ones around here. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, we have one right in town here. Uh, Bill Boyd has worked a bunch of state tournaments. Oh, yeah. Um, but to be fair, Bill doesn't work this area much. No, he no, works a lot of no, 4A. Yes. So um, there's a guy named Scott Hoppel from Osage that Bill will You know, there are some really good umpires around mm-hmm. here. Um you know, but there's also a lot of guys like me who haven't been doing this. I umped years ago, leagues oh, yeah. in baseball. So I guess my, my pitch today is baseball season starts technically a week from tonight. Games, because practice has yes. already started. You know, um, when you go to a game, go and enjoy the game. 
Right. You know, we want to, we have a lot of young umpires. I worked with guys last year who were 18, 19, 20 years old. Right. They're learning on the fly. Yeah. They, they, they really to. are. That's all they can do. I'm 50. I was 55 last year. You can do the math. I think you know what I am this year? 56. Yes. See, you say you're not a math teacher. You could teach math. I can add and subtract. So, but let's be patient. You know, I swear to God, I don't get up out of bed that morning and look and say I have Riceville, Janesville. I'm going to, I don't get up and go, I'm going to screw Janesville today. Right. We don't do that. No. You know, you do the best you can. Bob, you're lucky enough if you can figure out which field you're going to <laughs> right, that day. Right. But, <laughs> that, that's harsh. I apologize. But, but I do think that we, you know, and I do, I'm, uh, I, I'm on Twitter too much, you know, mm. and, and I'm on Facebook too much. But but we've all seen uh, umpires, at least, you know, the picture of a woman from Mississippi who got punched yeah. after a 12 and under softball game. Right. You know, we don't need that. And, no. And I'm, I was not kidding when I wrote one day, this, you know, I love doing it. And 95% of the people are great. Oh, yeah. But it's that 5%. It is. When you're walking from the diamond to your car, that, that, that's not the time to be talking to an official, ever. It, I, they're really, they're, uh, you're going to get me on a rant, Bob. No, and I just, I, I, I really, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying this because I can't, you know, look, I know, I, I can tell you, I've done enough officiating over my life time that I know when I've screwed up a call. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, you know, but but a lot of the things you get complaints on are what I would call 50-50 calls. Oh, of course. You know, and judgment calls. Yes, you know. And there's uh, a reason why you why it's right. you get ejected for arguing balls and strikes. Right. That's a judgment. Right. You know. Okay, and and that's that's just plain judgment. And that's my thing. And, and I cut you off. I apologize, no, but, no. but I don't care. I'm going to keep going. I don't care if you don't like my judgment as an official, mm -hmm. that's my judgment's my judgment. Your judgment's your judgment. And unfortunately for you, I'm wearing the blue shirt. I'm wearing the black and white shirt. So my judgment matters. Your disagreement doesn't. Right. You want to get mad at me as an official, get mad at me if I truly don't know the rules. Right. Now, not knowing the rules in your, in someone's book because they don't actually know the rules. Right. You know, but you want to get up and, and, and go back and talk about, uh, Dennis Olenzak, notorious for being very loud and vocal, mm -hmm. usually with his players. Right. And I asked somebody, what's it like working? A, I asked a, a very, uh, as Craig Robbie, I think, back in the day, what's it like working for Olenzak, working games for Olenzak? He goes, oh, he goes, he's great unless you don't know the rules. He goes, that's his thing. He goes, judgment calls, whatever. He gets that. He goes, but you better know the rules. Right. And if you don't know the rules, that's when he's going to start chirping at right. you. And I can live with that. That's fair. Right. But judgment calls, No. And I would go so far as to say that, that especially in baseball and softball, mm -hmm. there are some rules that take some time to master. There are. You know, and... But gosh dang it, we have to have consistency right, right now. You know, and... That's, and, that's what you hear from people. It's right. not consistent. Well, you get out there and be yeah, consistent. Right. So, so I, I would also... And again, I covered enough Dennis Olin's at games at New Hampton yeah. and in Decor. All the games, I think I saw him come out and talk to an umpire once or twice. You know, I right. mean, his yeah. his job, he, he got it. 
you know, I, I, I'll give Corey McDonald credit here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's another guy. Has he gone out and talked to umpires? Absolutely. He's, he's, I'm sure he's asked some questions. Yes. And that, there's nothing wrong with no. questions, you no. know. But I don't think he's ever gone out and thrown a fit. No, no. And I'll tell you what, one of my, in my first season, I've told this story before and I'll say it again. And I, I, I told him, thank you for not killing me. Right. <laughs> because there was, in that first season especially, two calls in particular. One was a uh, fair foul call up the third baseline where I got caught just watching the game. Right. And I looked up the, the third baseline, and he's like, are you calling that foul? And I'm, he goes, are you calling that foul? And I'm like, and I kind of looked at him like, huh? He goes, or no, you're saying that's fair. <laughs> right. oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Starts waving this guy, and yeah. I'm like, I think I just screwed that one up. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's going to happen. Yeah, and then the, the other one, I was at first base, working with Craig Robbie, who he trained me in, and he was big on mechanics, right. which is, that's the key. Right. It, for, for those that want to become an official, learn the mechanics. Right. It's not, and for those that are not officials, and don't understand there's a specific way you do things. Right. You know, it's not, you know, like taking a knee on the infield, don't do it. No. You don't do that. No. Or wearing your hat backwards, you don't do, do that. that. They go, oh, they go you ballistic. Get, you get in position to make a call. Correct. You know, you don't call it, if you're in foul territory on first, nobody on, you don't call it from there. You step out and get a good look at the play. Correct. Right. The little next, little and, things like that. Exactly. And and so what was the other, there's, um, that's how I got in trouble <laughs> with with the one with Craig. Uh, I was at first base. Oh, you call the call that's yours, and you better know which call is yours. Right. You know, and that's the other thing. Well, ask the other guy for help. It's not his call. Right. It's my call. Right. Um, that's that that argument is a, it needs to, to die. Asking for someone else for help because you think they're going to change their no, opinion. They're, they're... No, it's not their call. Um, and I screwed that up big time. In, in a sophomore game, hard chopper up the first baseline. I saw it hit outside the uh, the stripe, and I called foul ball. That's it bounced not your back. Call. It bounced yeah, well, yeah, and it bounced right. and it bounced back yeah, in. Right. The kid would have been safe. <laughs> right. So Craig uh, knew I had scro- screwed up right away, right. and Corey did come out right away, basically saying, "What are we going to do here?" Because clearly, and Craig walks over and he goes, "You're right. You're absolutely right." Yes, he screwed up. There's nothing we can do about it now. He called it foul. It's the wrong call. Right. You're correct. I will take care of it. He goes, I'm a, I'll go talk with him right now. He goes, I will talk with him, and I'll take care of it right now. And Craig handled it very well with me. He didn't chew me out. Right. He was like, that's my call. Right. And I'm like, you're right. And I felt about the size of an ant. But Corey Mack let me learn. Right. Craig Robbie let me learn. And I didn't make that mistake again. <laughs> so so what am I? what am I... Uh... One of my favorite ones from last year. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break, and let's let's talk a little officiating, and then I got one more. I actually, because I don't trust you anymore, <laughs> I actually do have one more thing. All right. All right. So, um, but we should, uh, the sponsors kind of make sure that we get to stay yeah, on, exactly, right? So we should exactly. let them talk. All right. Back after this. Bob, you said you had something to talk about. Well, first, I I, I, I want to show uh, one of my favorite umpire oh. stories. Oh, yeah, we're umpires. From, from last year. Okay, you go ahead. So, Josh, um, my oldest son, mm-hmm. um, didn't have enough to do last year. Okay. Working full time. We were really short of umpires. Sure. He became an umpire. Right. So, um, one of the... Couple things about that. The, the first game we did was at Nashville, 
mm-hmm. Nashville and Charles City. And I don't know why, but Josh, especially in the conference, hit Charles City hard all the time. Sure. And he also had some really good games against Nashville at the at the tournament. Sure. The, the Memorial Day tournament, basically. Yep. And uh, so we, we, we get out there. It's his very first game. Uh, we do the JV game. He does a good job. I mean, he's behind the plate for that. And we come back for um, uh, the, the introductions, the anthem, and the um, – the the pregame talk at the plate, you know the lineup card exchange, yeah, yep. you know, and and you remember umpires, you, you know, I'm Bob Fenske, yeah. you know, you introduce yourselves, mm-hmm. and so Bob Fenske, Levi Miller, Bob Fenske, Tyler Downing, Josh starts, and both coaches almost in unison say. We know who you are, and we're just glad that you're wearing blue tonight. <laughs> so, uh, uh, that really got that was a that was a really cool moment as a as a dad. Yeah, to stand there at the anthem with with Josh, you right. know, and but a couple of things that happen when you when you get young umpires, and, and we got to a game at Janesville. I, I was working with, a, with, with another young guy um, who was literally just out of high school. And it was Janesville South Wind, two really good teams. Oh, yeah. And uh, that South Wind coach, you got to watch out for him. No, I'm kidding. Alex is a good dude. Alex is a great He's guy. And, and, and Alex Smith, correct? Alex Smith. So, first inning, South Wind has a guy on first. Ball hitting the gap. I'm watching the lead runner because I have the lead runner as the home plate umpire. Yes, he do. has, you know, I make sure he touches second. Plays over. I get done. I look. The guy's still on first, and it's a really fast south wind guy. Mm-hmm. And my partner comes in, and he says, I think he ran into him. At, he ran into the first baseman. Should we call it? And I go, well, did you see it? I didn't. I was watching the lead runner. I go, that's mine, you know. And and Alex comes out, and he's very nice, you know. And I'm, you know, Alex, I'll make sure it doesn't happen again. You know, we, we had talked about it. He's young. Thinking, no problem. Fastest kid on the Southland team leads them in stolen bases. He's going to steal second. Mm-hmm. One pitch later, we're going to be fine, right? Mm-hmm. I got picked off at first. Oh. <laughs> so, so, again, I know Alex is frustrated, but, yeah. but this is the kind of coaches I love working. I mean, he expressed that frustration to me, just me and him, mm-hmm. without screaming, mm-hmm. without putting – the young, the, the young umpire down. Right. He goes, you know, and he did. He walked. One of you has to see it. I know. You know, but that was it. It wasn't. And that's the thing. You, he didn't show me up. I didn't show him up. You know, it, it was the same game. Where, and again, most of the days are like this. You know, it, it, it's that 5%. There's a pitch right down the middle, mm-hmm. right below the belt. I mean, it's a strike. Mm-hmm ball i just missed it oh yeah and i knew i missed it and the janesville coach asked his catcher you know i don't know what his name was jason let's say it was jason sure jason where was that oh i was outside 
<laughs> that catcher, without knowing it, did exactly what he needed to do there. Right. You know, and again. And it's tough. And there's a, I'm sure there's people that hear us say that and say, no, no, no. He should have he said it was right down the middle. But no. doesn't gain you anything. No. no. And, and, <laughs> and even when you go through your, your officiating courses, or yeah. course, uh, when they do the clinic, they'll tell you the relationship between the catcher and the umpire. And if anybody's caught, you already know this. Yeah. That is a huge relationship. And there's like there's etiquette where you work together. And I don't mean like calling balls and strikes, but like, um, you know, uh, if if the catcher needs something, hey, just let me know. And right. that was the only player I was ever on a first name basis. with. Yeah. Everybody else, if they knew who I was, it was, you know, right. umpire or no, Mr. Rude. And I do think of that. Often, you know, I, I think of those little things. I mean, so when I get when I have a rough game where the fans are all over me, I I, I think of that kid. Mm -hmm. I think of uh, the Osage JV catcher mm -hmm. <laughs> who uh, you know, remember how hot last June was? Oh yeah, <laughs> we 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 step in, getting ready for the first pitch, and this. Catcher goes, just once, I'd like it to be 70 degrees. <laughs> Batter's calling time. I'm calling time because we can't stop laughing. Right. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a million good reasons to right. get into umpiring. There are. And officiating. You know, mm -hmm. I, 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 I clerked the, the track meet last week. You and, sure did. And, and clerking is where you... you Runners check in for their races. You tell them what lane it is. You hopefully get the right number on the, you know, on their hip, their hip numbers. There's a there's a young young man from uh, Walk On named Braden Heeman. Mm -hmm. um, not a great track athlete, but really good basketball player. Yes. And I've left him for four summers in a row at this camp. And he comes up to me and he says, uh, "Wow, Bob." You haven't blown a single call all day yet today. <laughs> and I know his dad. His dad's name is Jed Heeman. Yep. And he's an assistant football head basketball coach. Mm -hmm. Did your dad tell me tell you to say that to me? He goes, Nope. Came up with that all by myself. And, <laughs> and again, the relationships that you can build as an official, helping mm -hmm. at a meet, you know, um, when Noah, when Noah transferred, uh, went into the transfer portal, mm -hmm. he got a call from Wayne State, Nebraska. He knew the guy because he used to measure, he went to Whiteburg, Quincy. Mm -hmm. it, it's uh, Nolan Boyd's old roommate. Mm -hmm. He goes, I know, <laughs> all he told him was, Noah, I know I don't have a chance at you, at you, but it would be fun to BS for a while. <laughs> and, you know, and again, that's relationships that you got because he measured the shot put. Exactly. Uh, you know, and and so that that's where I was going. Oh, you're you absolutely know, right. We we finally got a track meet in last week in we New did. Hampton. You yep. know, and um, then we got a conference meet in. Yeah, but we got one in New Hampton but, finally. But, but but we got one in New Hampton. I mean, I, I joked. Uh, I had that was the supposed to be the fifth or sixth meet I was supposed to clerk, right. you know, between yeah. the, the varsity meets and the, the junior high. It was mm -hmm. the first one. You know, it takes legions of people to put on a good track meet. It does. You know. It does. And we are hosting the conference track meet next, next year. year. Come talk to us. We would love to get you involved in that. Right. And again, it, it's fun. You, you know, it, some people fun. have to talk the whole time. You. Yeah. Some people have to work all the time like me, checking 
run those mm-hmm. in. Yep. Um, but for the most part, you have some time where you, you, you get to talk to kids, you get to talk to your fellow workers. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of a cool event. You know, I, I think of a, a, you know, even like a district wrestling meet, you have 15, 20 people helping with that. You exactly. Know? In track, you need 50. You really do. You, you know, do it right. Yeah. You know, you really do. So, and, uh, yeah, I, yes, there are some cooler nights out there. I understand that. Yeah, and you don't have to, you don't have to have a kid on the team. You don't. You know, um, it is a great way, in my mind, to stay connected yes. to young people. Yes. And for, every, look, there's bad apples everywhere. Oh, yeah. But again, the vast majority of the kids I checked in, polite, courteous, kind to their teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, I had these two brothers from Jessup. The Hall brothers? Yes. Yep, yep. The great, they ran great sprinters. It, yeah, they ran in one race, but then they ran like a, a, a more like a middle distance. And, yeah. and so when they came up, and they ran in the same lane, uh, adjacent lanes, both races. Yep. And when they came up the second time, I'm like, okay, so who's going to win this one? And the one older brother, well, it's certainly not going to be me. I think this race is about two laps too long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and again, I think that's, that's, you know. When you can, yeah, those are the moments. And then look at, the, look at all of the stories that either you have told or I have told because of a moment with a, a young person right. in a competition, in a competitive environment. Right. And, you know, you and I went down and worked the, uh, the conference track meet this last right. weekend or this last week together. And how many times did we stop and talk to a kid? Right. And we went down on and the infield. And some of them weren't even athletes, right? You know, oh, I mean, absolutely. Because you see, you know, there were a lot of kids there that came to support their teammates. Absolutely. Or their, their friends, I guess, not their teammates, their yeah. classmates. Now, you were able to take pictures while they were running. I had a much harder time doing interviews during the, the events. During the running, yeah. Well, like, I'd hold my, my, my recorder up to them and ask them a question. They just blew me off. <laughs> yeah, they ran right by you. No, I don't <laughs> understand. No, I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. You know, and this is a big week. You know, playoffs, yeah. spring playoffs start this week. Yes. Golf has... Um, Districts on uh, uh, sectionals on Wednesday, state qualifying meets are on Thursday for track. Mm-hmm. Girls regional golf starts on Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a fun. Yeah, we're in, we're into into postseason again, and it, it's it's a fun time of year. Right. You know, I, there's three times a year where, well, four times if you include the summer sports, where it gets really fun. And not that the other times aren't, but I mean, you just the 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 pressure gets not the pressure the well the, the, the magnitude gets ranched the, the magnitude yeah magnitude yeah and uh, you know it just it it's fun to be a a part of that and to watch that and um you know and I'll say it again and not just because I've started to do it on the coach's request mm-hmm. if you've never been to an NEIC meet uh, even if you don't have an athlete go right and let me tell you why it's not because Jason Rude's going to be there. But Darren Svensson is going to be there. And Darren does a great job, and so I just he, hope that I can do what Darren does so at Darren, our home meets. So, so for those that don't know, that haven't been to a meet, Darren is a track announcer, just like you would have at Drake at the state meet, and he does. Just like you hear with the Kentucky Derby right. with the horses. Right. They're just they're talking about the athletes and giving that kind of background. And it was. And context. And you can ask my boys, their friends. They loved the conference meet almost more than the state qualifying meet just mm-hmm. because 
Darren was going to mention their names. Exactly. You know, and, and, of course, Darren's going to work the uh, the state qualifier up in Decor this year. Okay, They're right. hosting 3A. Right. And that, and that could be a heck of a meet. On the and Osage could be a heck of a meet. Mm-hmm. Nashua goes, to, Nashua Plainfield goes to Hudson. Yep, that could be a good one. And their girls are lights out good. Yeah. Um, and Turkey Valley, which unfortunately has really gotten hit by the weather. Everybody has been hit by the weather, but it's it's been. They did not have a meet outdoor meet the girls the first four weeks of the se- outdoor oh, wow. season. Wow. And they go to, um, I want to say, Edgewood Colesburg. Okay. So, um, and by Friday, we'll know who's running in Des Moines the next week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, it's the top two qualif- or the top two finishers in every event. And, and in 2A. In 2A. In 2A and 3A, it's the top two, and then the next eight best times of distances. In the state. In the state. In one A, it's different. Yes, one A there are ten state qualifying meets, so only oh. the champion goes, and then the next fourteen are based on time. Oof, that's rough. Yes, but yes. I suppose that's the way you got to do it. Right, you can't add lanes to the track down there. So. No, no. So um, I mean, that'll be exciting. You yeah, know, it um, should be. It it really should be. Um, and so uh, yeah, coming right up here. Uh, this week? I'll Can you to- believe that? I mean, we are almost to summer. We are almost to summer, and I am And I'm then, you it. know, when, whenever your last day of your normal your day job is, yeah. you realize what I will do to you. You'll probably call me and tell me about how I got to get up in the morning. No, no. I will text you with oh. how many days are left until you have to go back. Why would you do that? <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I did that with my children. <laughs> The first year we were in New Hampton. I used to like you, Bob. <laughs> the first year I was in New Hampton, I posted last day of school pictures. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote 87 days until they go back. And I remember Linda Kennedy calling me and saying that wasn't very nice. <laughs> so. Well, Bob, on that note, we're done for this segment. Well, we did it. You know, we, 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 we got through Pretty much a whole show if we can finish this wrap-up thing. Which, yeah. Uh, we did actually pretty good. Sounds and, good. And, and I hear we're going to do it in two weeks from now. Yeah, we <laughs> might even try to do it. We might actually try to do yes. it. All right, back after this. Bob, we got through a great show, and we didn't even talk about the Kentucky Derby. No, we didn't. And we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bob, uh, another great show. I think we've touched on some really good topics tonight. Yes. You know, whether it's a golf tournament, which, again, you can check out. August 6th. August 6th <laughs> down at Plum Creek. So, yeah, you can uh, check it out. I think we're, we'll have uh, some stuff going up on the Chickasaw Rescue Squad uh, Facebook page here. Uh, it's actually benefiting the Rescue Association, um, but they, that is the support organization for Chickasaw Rescue. And again, you can give Jeff Bernatz a call, and he can get you uh, signed up if you're interested in that. I think it's 200 bucks a team, which is not bad. That includes dinner, a barbecue dinner, so um, plus all the other fun that we have going on. But uh, and then of course we had uh, a great talk about umpiring and. A little bit about uh, the spring sports. Yes, we're getting there. There is uh, all kinds of, yeah. Well, Bob, I'm done for today. How about you? Well, I'd like to thank a few people. You should thank a few people. I'll thank our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. I'm going to thank the people who are listening to this. Thank you, listeners. without you. Without you, we'd just be talking to ourselves. 
And I think that's a show. All right. Have a good one. Talk to you in two weeks.